Hello, everybody. This is Dan. This is Dan. This is Ed. For this, the... Second? No, it's, no we're... we're, we're de- well, we missed last week mostly because of the fact that uh, it's the week after E3. Ooh. Um, I went to E3. Day three. It was fun. Quite right. E3. Day three. <laughs> E3. It's in the game. E3. Day three. 24 hours remaining. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was fun. We got to play uh, like one of the games that I, I actually played and really enjoyed. Then I found out it's not really much of a preview because the game came out either the day before E3 or the or second like day during, of E3. Yeah. It was it's basically Roller Coaster Tycoon, except it's Jurassic Park. Nice. You you get to run your own Jurassic Park. You have to make sure everything's everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Certain things will get in your way to just to to ruin your park. Like people will try to sabotage it, or like you know just natural disasters will mess with it. Um, you get to name your own dinosaurs, which is actually kind of cool, because it's like, you know, like, you release a Triceratops, and it's now T-R-I-001, but, like, I named mine Michael Sarah. <laughs> of course. And then, uh, yeah, and, and my, my favorite, my brother had a T-Rex, and he named it, uh, Grimlock, um, Thanks. after the Transformer. I got mine, and I named him Billy Clonosaurus. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and then we had to stop, because my brother accidentally opened the gate to release the T-Rex into the populace. Which <laughs> so you got the hell out of there, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. So right as the T Rex like rammed his head into a group of people, I just looked at my brother and went, "I think we should go. We gotta go. We gotta go now. Yeah, we also <laughs> we've ruined this park for everyone. Yeah, we also got to play like uh, some some Fortnite because there's some new team stuff. Like you you can actually do like like cause I I don't know if Fortnite had team. Uh, play before I know that I believe it did. I know that PUBG did. I wasn't sure about. I'm pretty sure Fortnite does. Right. But yeah, we were playing some of that stuff. Uh, we got to check out the mobile Fortnite. We get. To, um, How was it? It's it's pretty fun. Um, you want to talk about the uh, controversy that's happened with that now? What's up with Fortnite? Oh yeah, uh, you guys didn't hear about this? Nope, this is no oh, guys. It's Sony being bad. <laughs> I heard somebody say it's like a constant uh, thing where every every other generation, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, now Sony's being dumb again. He's like, go back to Xbox. He's like, oh, now Xbox being dumb because we'll go back to Sony. Um, yeah. Um, you know about Sony's whole thing about not allowing people to play? Uh, they don't want their player base playing with other other uh, uh, player so bases. Sony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've always been like this. Damn it, There's a bunch of stuff with Xbox and PC because... Xbox don't care. Like they, they own, you know, they 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 make PCs. Yeah. yeah. And then a lot of times they're like, oh, um, uh, 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 sorry. Oh, I'm no, really no, sleepy no. right now. Uh, <laughs> Do tell, Dad. Um, Do tell. Yeah. Also, uh, and they're like, um, Nintendo, that's fine. Like whatever. Like we're not directly competing with them, but Sony doesn't like to work with anybody really. So if, if you're lucky, PC stuff will have cross crossplay, but that's about it. Hmm. Um, their thing with uh, Fortnite is that not only can you not play with uh, Xbox, which is already a thing, um, you can't play with uh, Nintendo now, now that the Switch version's out. But much, much worse than that <laughs> is that if your if your account ever played on a on a PS4, you're now locked to PS4 forever. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, Nintendo. I mean yeah. Sony. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I think you can still play the the mobile one, but that's, that's pretty much it. And uh, so you can't play. Well, like maybe it's it's still mobile, maybe it's still PC. But the important thing is you can't play on Xbox anymore, and you can't play on Switch anymore. Mm. So a bunch of people started, you know, uh, picked up the Switch version. Now that, now that that's out, and it's like, oh no, no, you're locked to to, to uh, PS4. Even though like the whole reason you wanted it was to, like to take it with you and stuff, because you know it's a portable yeah. system. Yeah. Nope. Now you gotta start all over again and make a new account. You already spent money on this account, but no. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, Sony. I thought you were cool. <sighs> well, I mean, but then again, I never like like not to not to say like not, <laughs> I never thought they were cool. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Not considering I've had every single PlayStation. Uh, the only thing, the only thing, I, the only console, the only thing I ever had of a of a PlayStation variety was the Vita. It's the only one I didn't have. Yeah, um, but the Vita was so good, and it just makes me sad. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the the um, like you know why I bought a PlayStation because mm-hmm. it had the most single player games. Yeah, so it's like like to me, I'm like, eh, if if it's multiplayer, gonna, like, if it's a eh. multiplayer game like Fortnite, I would probably get another console for that anyway. <laughs> like, 
Like I wouldn't. I would like that. That's not the reason why I bought a PS4. I bought a PS4 because I can play a whole bunch of single player games where I don't have to worry about online connectivity. I don't have to worry about playing with other people. I can just sit down and play Valkyria Chronicles, or I can sit down and play like Dot Hack, or I can play. Like, uh, um, well, both of those games are games that are for PS3 that later came to PS4. But uh, one instance would probably Detroit, be... Detroit. Huh? Uh, yeah, Detroit Become Human. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, I had one in my head right now that I was just... Oh, uh, Pokemon... Uh, not Pokemon. Digimon uh, <laughs> Cyber Sleuth. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Mm-hmm, that's a mm-hmm. good game that, that's for PS4. doesn't take up a lot of space. So, you know, uh, for those of you who don't Pretty have good. it, it's a, it, yeah, it's a good game to pick up. And, like, there's so many different ways, like, you can evolve your Digimon. Because it's like, there's, like, you start off with babies. And once you level them up to certain points. And it'll even tell you, like, you know, if you didn't do something a certain way, then you can't digivolve it a certain way. Because it'll be like, no, this had to have a level of this in terms of like health or in terms of strength in order for it to evolve into this guy when is digimon go that's what i want (laughs) i just want a simple a simple game with digimon in it it's not too complicated like that one's probably fine from what i've seen but a lot of the the digimon games are really overly complicated Mm -hmm. like i've I've tried to play a few of the other ones well because the thing with with cyber sleuth is that it feels like um the digimon are kind of an afterthought but that's not a bad thing yeah. Because it's, it's very story-driven. It's like a good story and then some Digimon in there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you still have you still have a lot to do with your Digimon, but it's it's but the main point is that you're now, like, a... You're trying to solve this, like, huge crime that's, like, going on kind of thing. Huge crimes division. Yep. Uh, um, when you mentioned the Vita, I just, just got me thinking about how, how well-made that system was. <laughs> like, I don't think about the games or anything like that, just how well-made the system was. You could uh, you could put it into sleep mode, um, and it would do it, do it automatically as well. Uh, I accidentally put it, well, I put it into sleep mode, and then I think I I stopped playing it for like a couple months, and I was just like, oh yeah, like this new thing came out. So I so I pulled my Vita out. I think it had lost a quarter of the battery life in like the four months that it had been in there. In sleep mode. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, meanwhile, under like if you did that with your DS, it's like after like three days, it's dead. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, um. Was there anything at E3 that, that uh, particularly interested you guys besides uh, Smash Brothers and Nintendo in general? Anything non-Nintendo? Um, I did like the idea of the new uh, the new Assassin's Creed. That's mm-hmm. more of a uh, sort of like an RPG kind of feel to it. Uh, how so? Um, I, th- I think it was I think it was Assassin's Creed, where it's like you get you can have like three different people. Like you you have like I might be wrong. I might be it might be this might be a completely <laughs> I, different game. Like uh, I. I like didn't follow that game at all, so I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I just have no idea. Okay, like I'm like I'm literally no no no. That's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of uh, Fallout seventy six. Oh hell like, yeah! Like yeah, that yeah. one, like that one. Instead of being the first person shooter that like it's been for like the past three games, mm-hmm. um, it's now very uh, RPG based. Like you have like a team of people and stuff like that. And you're, well, yeah, it's it, it's like because it's like online and it's like. Up to like sixteen people, one area. Yes, and again, this is coming from a person that earlier say, stated I don't like online. Yeah, uh, connectivity and playing stuff like that. But I, I like it when it's when it's. I like PVE versus PVP. I should put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I like I like playing, I like playing a game where I don't have to worry about some a hole coming in and like janking me out of it. If some a hole is gonna jank me out of it, it damn well better be somebody that was programmed. To kill me and jank me out of it. Well, I've got bad news for you then, Isaiah. Oh, God, <laughs> Cause, no. Because Fallout 76 allows you to nuke other players. For fun. <laughs> so, I think that's the kind of game that you're going to get janked out of it. You're going to spend a couple of hours building your base, and then some asshole is going gonna to nuke it from far away. The, the one game I saw, I mean, it is for the Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. And I had one uh, roll, but go on. It's actually uh, the Octopath Traveler. Oh, God, I want that game so badly. Yeah, that one looks good. I got to get the new demo. Uh, there's the demo already? There's a new demo. They already had a demo. And then I that did. demo, they used that to make the game better. And then this new demo came out. And then that one uh, actually transfers your save data to the main game. I did not know that. Did you hear about in the new Mario Tennis? Like they just announced it you right now. You can see Luigi's Junk, yeah. No, that you can't. <laughs> That's true. They uh, figured out the size of his penis from, yeah. from the size of his bulge. Uh, no, somebody pointed out that you can play uh, 
that you can win the game by destroying your opponent's racket. Yes, I, we played the demo. Like, 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 we, me and Ed were obsessed with. I was like, "Oh yeah, that demo came out. We're we're, we're kind of bored. You want to play a little bit? Sure." And it's just like, "We we try, like, give it to me." We tried Luigi. Uh, we we tried Mario. He was okay. We trade Peach, nothing. Dan's like, no, I want to try it now. I want power. Nothing but power. Bowser. <laughs> Bowser kill the opponent. Destroyed the competition. <laughs> Literally destroyed. The racket was unusable. They they were done. And it's just it's just two. You just gotta break two of the rackets and you're and they're done. It was so funny. Okay, so I gotta break two rackets. Because mm-hmm. I was always I was um, like in my mind I was thinking to myself because like. I'm like that sucks. You break one because one of the things I really enjoy doing is stopping a super attack. Yeah, like I always love it when like somebody takes all his power, has like this, this humongous ball like just coming at you. You're like, what the fuck? And you're still able to, like just knock Think. it back to them. Like, yeah. even if like you yourself like skid all the way to the back of the court. Yeah. But now here in this, I'm like, oh no! Now it's gonna destroy it, and I'm gonna be like so screwed. It's, it's still doable. It's just harder. It's yeah. just a, if you don't get the timing right, then you can destroy your your racket. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's so, good. And there's a really really good players yeah, out it, there. It feels like a fighting game. Yeah. I think I said this before. Not 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 on the air, but no, no, it, yeah, it feels yeah. like a fighting game to me, which and is why I'm interested in it. It doesn't even feel like a sports game anymore. It's just like like the spacing and like the super moves. And you're just like you literally said your goal is to break every record. That's yeah, I was like I don't even care about winning. I just want to. <laughs> well, I want to win, but I want to win this way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened. Damn, I ain't gonna win. That's that what way. happened. Yeah, the game's cool. Though. It's got slow down. It's got a slow down button, which uh, allows it uh, you to make like really difficult shots, but you know at the cost of meter. You get this cool. There's like this cool little after image side jump thing you can do to reach spots you can't get to in time. It's a lot going on. But one of my favorite things about it is one of the characters is a chomp chomp. He's a playable character. Is, yeah. the, is the racket like on his tail or what? It's in his mouth, isn't it? Oh. No, I think it's on the chain. Oh, is it on the chain? It's okay. On the chain. It's like, on the chain, yo. I like how they're doing that now because like Mario Party, the new Mario Party that got announced. Oh. Yeah, one of the playable characters is a Goomba. Nice. And, there's, and there's many games where like this one where you're you're, you're holding like a, a a pan in your hand and you're turning it. It's like whose hand is that? Is he holding a hand in his mouth? Because <laughs> you don't see the whole body. So I go, life uh, uh, finds a way. All I'm gonna say is Comic has some great ideas with prosthetics. Oh, and uh, yeah, All and right. he's magic, so he can make it do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. To. I always say like one of my one of my friends always posts about how. Uh, Maybe they just put a big glove on the Goomba's head. <laughs> like, like the one, th- the one thing that I just wish Mario Party would do again is just make new, uh, make more mini games. Like this, well, the, there like, you go. Like that. Well, that, that's what is, this new. Is, is this one going to have more? I haven't seen no, a single, re- uh, uh, single repeat mini game in this so far. I believe well, the new Mario, the new Mario Party one is mm-hmm. going to have that and has all the old ones. Okay, on, good. Online, because here's 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 the thing that's always bugged me since. Which one are you talking about? Is well, all the old ones? Yeah, I heard that the, the, the new the new Switch one. Yep. Are you sure? Are you, uh, I heard. I heard. I'm not, sorry, right. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a fact. I, I didn't think I was, uh, I didn't see a single uh, mini game that I recognized. Because the one, th- the, all the things that always that always bug me about eight and nine, or no, nine and ten. Because eight was okay. Um, was it was like like when they said like, oh, we're introducing the car. The car never bugged me. Everybody always complains about the car. Yeah, it didn't bother me either. The car itself doesn't bug me. What bugs me is that it's like. There's like no game. Like you can do like three, four rounds of everybody playing with no mini game in the middle of it. Like I'm just no. It's supposed to be four people then a mini game. Like yeah, even exactly. if it's in, even if it's in a car, four <coughs> people then a mini game. Yeah, Don't, because it like you had to land on the spot, right? That's how the whole yeah, you get to land on the spot. Yeah. So this, you get, well, on this one they got rid of the car, uh-huh. and it is every four turns again. Okay. Because I'm like, because I'm like, again, like, and there are spaces. Like again, the the four the four cars and the car itself didn't matter. Like you mm-hmm. can you can do that however you want to do it. That's fine. Because uh, then it also because then that puts in a whole new different strategy to it of like where you're gonna how you're gonna get your stars blah, blah blah. Making sure that you don't screw anything up. But then like you can play an entire game of Mario Party where you only get like two mini games the the sub boss and the and the fi- and the uh, actual boss. Yeah. And like I'm just. That kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for the mini games. If I wasn't, if I wasn't, if I didn't want to play mini games, I'd just play Monopoly in my house. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, the whole point is that it's Mario Party. It's supposed to be party games. Like, 
Now you have to make it. But uh, yeah, this this new one looks really good. I I watched it for a while. Mm. Um, like there weren't a lot of uh, move control things. The one things that there, that were there are just kind of like you know move the controller to do a thing, which yeah. is fine. There was a um, the way it works is every character mm-hmm. is is more unique now because every character is has a regular dice block and also their dice block, and everybody's dice block is different. So it's actually a lot more strategy to which character you play as now. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, uh, Luigi, he has, I think his thing was like one 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 five six seven. I think. So he either gets really bad or, or really low or really high. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're trying to get to like a one space, he's great. You know, if you're like running something, yeah. then, you know, use his dice. Um, Bowser, <laughs> he has... I remember correctly. I think it's like minus three coins, minus three coins, zero, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> so, so he's he's high risk, high reward, uh, as far as his thing goes. So either you lose money, don't move at all, or you're going way the fuck over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and like Peach has like I think three fours in hers, so she's kind of like a good middle ground. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like like middle ground would be the ones you want to go with, mm-hmm. just because just because it's like. If you play as a character like say Wario, and you know you only need like two steps to get wow. to like the next, like like there's the the that's right there, the star is right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a eight. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go past the star. You you don't have to land on it. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> so you need dun, a higher number. Dun, dun. <laughs> I was like, that goes completely against what you're saying. Yeah, it goes completely against what, how the fuck uh, Mario Party's worked. <laughs> All the stuff I've enjoyed about Mario Party. I know that. God damn it. We what, love what, you. Came, what game was I thinking of where it's like you have to, you have be, to land on it? Yeah, you have to be exact. <sighs> I, forget, I don't know. I know there's a game like that, but yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, also, you can get other characters and add them to your group, like characters that, that aren't currently playing. Hmm. Uh, and then you get to add their dice block to your your repertoire as well. Um, and then I think it just adds on top of your whatever you roll, which is kind of crazy. And uh, now Toad is the one just in charge of the the board, mm-hmm. but uh, Toadette is the one that has the, the stars. Mm-hmm. And in the one that I saw, uh, all the stars were were ten coins, so you can kind of go nuts. And also, all the items are new. I didn't think I, was, I don't think I saw a single repeat item either. Mm. Um. There's some interesting ones like a teleport to your teammate, uh, teleport to someone else on the board. Um, I think it's one where like uh, for every every space you move, you get a certain amount of coins. It's one where like uh, I think I think it's like for every space an, an opponent moves, they lose that many coins on the next turn. Uh, a bunch of crazy stuff. Uh, seems like a lot of fun. Oh, and there's an online ranked mode now. Ooh. And the way it works, from what I understand, is that it's only the mini games, mm-hmm. and uh, you play against a group of random people, and um, it picks you know a certain number of random, uh, certain group of just mini games from like the you know the pile, and then if you win, you get rank up points, and then uh, you know you fight against people that are the same rank as you or like around the same rank, mm-hmm. and you keep trying to go higher and higher. It's like it's an actual leaderboard. So it's like it's like straight up like Street Fighter now with the ranked mode. Like I gotta be. It's just it's just a weird thing to be ranked on, right? Like it's like it's like, especially if they include like luck games, like ones where you just have to like choose a rope. <laughs> there's a there's a leaderboard for pin the tail on the donkey. You're ranked sixth. I hope you know that. Congrats <laughs> on top ten. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I just been randomly just aiming at it. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna get like an email from somebody that's like, "There's a strategy to that game." It's always a strategy. Uh, um, Devil May Cry Five was announced, and uh, Dante looks so old. <laughs> just, I feel I feel bad though because so many people were like, "Oh, a new Devil May Cry of the original series." Oh, but I play as Nero. Never mind. <laughs> like, like even though, even though I've I've read like you know you can play as you play as Dante, you play as like it's it's mm-hmm. it's 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 all of them. It's separate stories, kind of like Detroit. Like there's yeah. parts where you're Marcus, there's parts where you're Connor, there's parts where <coughs> you're Kara, and it's like Kara. Uh, <laughs> I was I was trying to remember her name, and then I was like, she was hit by a car. Kara, that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's still one of my favorite like little jokes I made. <laughs> 
Um, but it, it's just like, it's like, you know, like this is the same thing. It's like there'll be points where you're playing as Dante, there'll be points where you're playing as Virgil, and points where you're playing as Nero. But people are just like, Oh, Nero again? I want to play this shit. I'm surprised because I, I I've always heard he had he actually had the best gameplay. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's it's, it's one of those things. Where it's just like I feel like it's it's like those things where like you know if you played Tomb Raider and you played as somebody other than Lara Croft, wouldn't you kind of feel disappointed? Oh yeah. Um, like. Or Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you played as Raiden, and now you're like, oh, but. I bought this because I wanted to play Snake. All the footage, the commercial showed me Snake, damn it. It was literally yeah, Raiden wearing a snake mask. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's... Uh, yeah, right. me. That's why I like it too in, in Metal Gear Solid 3 when the opposite happens. And you're wearing a Raiden mask when you do that halo drop into the into the, the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Did you guys see that new game from the Dark Souls creators? Uh, Sekiro, uh, yeah. Se- Sekiro Settles died twice or something. Mm. Like you can't die or something like that. Well, it's it's from the Dark Souls creators, but they're kind of throwing out all the Dark Souls stuff, which is interesting. It still has the feel of it in a general sense, but the gameplay is is uh, pretty different. Um, and one thing that's interesting, yeah, like you said, uh, instead of there being like a uh, like a fire that you know, it's like your checkpoint when you die, and you have to go and get your your blood or whatever. In this one, when you die, you you can revive from the exact spot where you died, and you can actually use it as a tactic because, uh, like like in this world, it's not like in Dark Souls where, where everybody like revives when they die, supposedly, mm. or like a certain kind of person always does, and you're not you're not the only one. In this one, it's a it's a big surprise to everybody that you can revive from the dead. <laughs> um, so you can actually like if you die, they'll like start they'll like walk away. And then you can revive and just get like a big attack in the, on their back because they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come from? I just killed you. Um, and uh, it looks very interesting. It's it's kind of much more, um, it seems like a streamlined kind of uh, kind of game. Um, the whole point of it is that you have a, you lost your arm and now it's just like a bone and then you keep getting upgrades for it, kind of like Mega Man style. <laughs> and uh, it's like a grapple. There's a... Uh, a big shield. There's a axe that actually uh, counters shields, Ooh. allows you to blow through them. Um, but the grapple seems like the like the big thing. It lets you to, uh, move around the the area. You can use it to grab onto enemies and pull yourself towards them or pull them towards you if, if they're smaller. Mm-hmm. The gameplay is kind of interesting because, uh, from what I understand, most of almost all attacks get blocked automatically on both sides. Mm. But there's like a meter of like your your ability to block with your sword essentially, and when you you like tear it down, you know once the once the guard breaks, if you get one hit in, you just instantly kill the the opponent unless it's a boss. Hmm. So it's kind of like you know you're just trying to beat down their their resistance, and you just get that one big kill. Nice. Which that's gonna seem more samurai to me because I don't know if I mentioned the whole thing's you know. Uh, samurai, ancient, samurai, ancient samurai, and that does seem more like a samurai kind of thing. Like you're, you're touching sword, touching sword, and then you get that one hit. Ancient samurai secret. All, all bushido blade style. Yeah, that's a game I kind of miss. Bushido blade, bushido blade for PS One. Yeah, I heard about it again recently, and I was, but I gotta look that up. I'm not sure what's going on with it. Was like it was the first fighting game with no health bar. <laughs> like it was literally just like if if you get a mortal wound that's it like it's not like this isn't Samurai Showdown where it's just like a slash across your chest blood spurting everywhere but it only took out like maybe like one eighth of no, your health bar no you're just dead yeah. yeah you could you, you, you can win the entire game but just uh, before every fight they would they would bow to you yeah. and you just cut their head off there's a, there's a certain thing you could do right when they bow their head you just whoop, and they're just dead every round and you can win the entire game that way cuz <laughs> cuz every character bows to you yeah. but, you, but you get a bad ending if you if you do that to anybody as of the idea of um, you cut off his head right as you bow they, they drop to the floor dead and it's like round 1 winner and they go round 2 and you still see him like <laughs> some blood just still squirting out of his head oh, oh he's still dead yeah oh yeah. Yeah. oh well that reminds me that there used to be this old uh, arcade game and like I never see it anywhere but it was a game called Time Killers um, it was a fighting game it's it was a, a game. Ca- it was a cartoonish fighting game kind of looked like like the way Boogerman like that kind of animation mm-hmm. um, where each one was a, was from a different time period like you had like a Robin Hood type character there was a caveman there was like a, a cyborg type looking dude and the thing I loved about it was the fact that if you oh man a- I want a cyborg caveman <laughs> if you attacked certain as- certain parts of the guy it 
like if you kept attacking like his leg, mm-hmm. you'd cut off his leg after a certain point. Oh, cool. And it was the same thing. If you kept hitting his head, you would hit his head off, and you automatically Ooh. won the the, the stage. Yeah. We should probably mention you could do that in Bushido Blade as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, could, you could take out somebody's legs, yeah, and they yeah. would just like flop around, and you could, there were certain things you could do while you're on the ground. Uh, There's so many PS1 games that I kind of wish they'd bring back. Like I miss, I also miss like Battle Arena Toshin. Then oh hell yeah! Oh and also um, Intelligent Cube. If there was a oh. PS4 Intelligent Cube, that would be a goal. Make it freaking for the PSVR. A PSVR oh, Intelligent Cube. That's... I'd play the hell out of that. Yeah, I would too. I mean, they still they still like know about it because they, they keep bringing it back. Like yeah. there's like you can play the the the, the original again on yeah. PS4 and stuff, but. Uh, or is it PS3? I don't know. But, but yeah, Intelligent Cube was a was a great it game. If you never played game. it, I genuinely suggest playing that because it was just it was, and like I love to like after they, they after, made a part two, didn't they? I don't believe so. I only I don't remember an IQ two. I love it too because it was called Cube, but it was spelled Q U B E. I'm like, would that be Kub? Kub? Kabuki. Um, did you guys watch the Devolver Digital um E3? Yeah. Conference at all? No, and I felt kind of bummed because, like, by the time we were done, my brother and I were walking around E3. By the time we were done, like, the, the Devolver thing was, like, right outside. We could have probably checked that out, but we were already, like, on our way to, to get food. And we are just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> just, like, turned around Aww. and went to get food. Um, yeah, you know, they're actually closing, uh, they're actually closing, I think, the parking lot or whatever where they are. Yeah, it's a parking lot. Yeah, they, they, it's, a, it's the parking lot right outside, like, there's a restaurant the called that, El Compadre. I think the Hooters is closed, actually. That, that's that's what I think I heard about, but I think that's I think that's partially theirs or something, and they're they're thinking that they might actually have to figure out some new way to, to do their thing, because they're not going to be able to use that, that lot anymore. Oh, okay. Mm. But yeah, because, like, uh, like, yeah, the letters were gone and everything off of the building, I was like, huh. Cause like uh, when we first when we first got there, because we took the train mm. to get there, because uh, screw those parking prices. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it like um, we went to go to the Hooters to use the restroom, mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm like this is this is just straight closed. Like the letters were like peeled off, and it had like that faint, you know, like the watermarks where the yeah. where the letters used to be. Jeez. And I was like, okay, well, let's check out the El Compadre next door. And it's like, bathroom for customers only. I'm like, crap. So I had to walk all the way to like LA Live to find a bathroom because they wouldn't even let you into the convention center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's like, but I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because here's the thing the year before, I can go into the convention center. I just couldn't get onto the convention oh, floor. Yeah. Um, the year before that, I couldn't get into the convention center. And then this year, um, it was the same thing, like 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 They're basically there were out. lines out outside and and metal detectors and stuff like that and like and like They're you couldn't you couldn't get cracking, in until cracking you cracking down more on it. Yeah, but that was it. Like I was like, oh, two years ago it was stricter security. Then last year it was looser security, and then this year it was stricter security again. So like so, I don't know what they're doing. So if we follow this pattern, next, next year, year would be looser security. <laughs> Next year we're going to E3. Uh, <laughs> this, this is how I want the range. Tough week. Tough. Right. I want a hundred tough guys. I want a hundred soft guys to make the tough guys look tougher. And I want them in this order: tough, tough, soft, tough, soft, soft, tough, tough, soft, tough, soft, soft, tough. <laughs> Sir, I believe you've gone mad with power. Of course, I've gone mad with power. You ever gone mad without power? It's not fun. No one listens to you. <laughs> I wanted to see how far you'd go. Oh, you, I was like, gotta, I was hesitant to stop you, but. <laughs> No stop by saying no way, no how. Um, but yeah, the developer digital was interesting. I don't know if you have you ever seen their their conferences. No, they're insane. Um, they're, they they literally devolve people back into chimps actually, and just let them. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised actually. Um, their whole thing is that they're very anti the uh, establishmentarianism. Uh, no, what are they called? It's the people that run E three. Mm-hmm. That they're very much a for profit. Uh, anyway, they're they're very much against them. That's why they they have their whole thing outside of E3. Of E3, because like we could easily do this right here. Like you don't have to, because uh, otherwise they gotta pay them and stuff, you know. Mm. And they can do the conference, and the conference is just is just pre-taped, and it's all it's all like a like a skit, you know. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like uh, basically making fun of the trends of of E3 conferences. It's very out there, you know the. Person's just like, <laughs> in, in this one, she straight up says, uh, that's a good game, I assume. I don't play this shit. Like, 
like you basically just and like uh like, like people die they get like decapitated and stuff during the conference <laughs> just like insane stuff happens constantly um the latest thing is that they introduced loot box coin loot box coin <laughs> like we heard you like uh cryptocurrencies and we heard you like loot boxes so here's our new uh thing it's loot box coin it's a literal coin literal huge coin you can buy from us <laughs> which is, you can go on the website right now and it, it's a real thing yeah he's getting pokemon go pokemon here again there's a part of me that wants it to be um like a coin that you can use to get loot boxes. Like it does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is what it does. Yeah, yeah it, I, I kind of figured it did nothing, but I'm just saying, like, this is the, uh, this is the uh, that that's what I would want it to do. But here's the thing, though, it's a real thing you can buy, uh-huh. and it, and because it's supposed to be a cryptocurrency, they say they say we don't even we don't know uh, what it's worth until you buy it, um, and it uh, its price fluctuates wildly, <laughs> so. I think it was like $125 up to like $300, depending on when you went there. Mm-hmm. It was consistently sold out. <laughs> they had to keep making more. They had to keep putting more up uh, uh, as available. So, so, so people paid up to like you know $125, $300 for this, this coin. Which, it, which It's a nice coin. I don't think it's that worth that much. Yeah, it looks, looks cool. Oh. It, it's, it's just the Devolver Studios logo. Nice. No, but yeah, like, like imagine, imagine going to a con. At the very beginning, one of the first rows, well, depending on where you start, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you can buy a coin. And then you go to the other, to all the way on the other side of the convention floor, and there's an actual machine that you can put your coin in. <laughs> and, when you, and you can either choose to keep the coin, because it's a special coin. It's a limited or, edition coin. Or you can, you can, we can literally do let's make a deal. You can go for what's in this box. You put the coin into like a slot, turn the thing, it spits out a loot box, and you open uh. it up to see what kind of stuff you get. Yeah. Now, now, okay, it, I like it, that. Each box isn't the same. Or some, some of them might have good stuff, some might have bad stuff, but that's all on you. And the, but it, are you willing to risk it? Yeah, exactly. I like this uh, description too. It says, uh, "Please note that this coin is 2.5 inches in in diameter. It has no actual value and by no means is 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 uh, considered to be cryptocurrency or a currency of any kind. You can't buy anything with it. In fact, it's insane for you to actually buy this unless you want to prove your loyalty to us, <laughs> which people have. I, I guess because you keep saying like it's sold out, right? Oh yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I can't find the price for it right now because I think it's sold out again. But yes, um. They also announced uh, Metal Wolf Chaos, which I, I think I mentioned last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one where you're the president. Yes. I, I'm, I'm so excited for, for people to try that game. Uh-huh. And it's not even really updated. It's just it's just the game. <laughs> but the but it has the bad the bad voice, I think. That's all that matters. Yeah. It has the original audio. That's the best thing about it. What does that remind me of? Um, you bad dude to save the president. Now, uh, <laughs> sure. No, but there was another game that was like that where it's just like the bad voice acting that made it uh what was that? It was a Suda fifty one game, God Hand, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh-huh. Where, where it was just like so freaking insane and crazy and like the voice acting was kinda bad, but like you didn't care because that was part of the charm. I heard that game was good. I haven't tr- tried it. Well, I watched um Isn't it like the God of War kind of rip off something like that? No. <sighs> It's what hard, it's hard to explain. It's like yeah. well, c- keep in mind, like I said, it's a Suda Fifty One. Did you say God of War ripped off? God it's a God of War like... ripoff. No, it, doesn't it predate God of War? I don't know. No. I guess it's a Suda Fifty One game. Um, it's not. I don't know. It's not really God of War. Like yeah, it's, it's not. It's like uh, it's like uh, no or, more heroes except you only have your fists. Or am I thinking of Shura's Wrath? You're probably thinking of a shirt. Probably thinking of a shirt. Because uh, yeah, God Hand is like I said. It's like imagine, um, imagine uh, that one came out on PSP, right? Or am I tripping again? What the hell are you talking about? Look, I, I am lack on sleep. <laughs> I am lack on sleep, and then my memory is not as good. You're black on sleep. I'm black on sleep. Uh, <laughs> which I'm like, I like none of the games that that we mentioned have come out on PSP, unless you talk about God of War again. No, no, no. He's a PS3. Oh, PS... No, it was a PS2 game? I think so, yeah. But see, but then even then, I don't know if that's a... If that's a... 
a thingamabobber just because of the fact that um all right i want to move on all right <laughs> okay i want to take a chance uh, I feel like we should talk about Pokemon Go since Ed's still playing it. Yeah. Right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, right now we're playing. I'm like, you make it sound like as if you're not playing. No, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they added friends. They added the. Uh, Can I be anyway. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get through this. No. Uh, they added friends. They added Alolan Pokemon. Uh, they added the ability to gift things to your friends. Mm-hmm. They added trading. But you have to be levels. Level I guess it's 20. I, th- I thought it was 30, but now it's it's letting me do it, and I'm 22, 22 so whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the way it works is that uh, trading costs uh, Stardust, um, but the closer friend you are with the person you're trading with, the, uh, the cheaper it is. Cheaper it is. Uh, but I, I think also the rarity of the Pokemon matters or something. Mm. Um, there's also a, a, a kind of special trade you can only do if you're really close friends. And that one is for Shinies and for uh, Legendary Pokemon. Hmm. Nice. Everybody's catching the Pokemon. And <laughs> fever. The po- fever. Pokemon fever uh, may have side effects such as uh, hot, heat sweats, um, night sweats, uh, the condition known as hot dog fingers, and uh, much, much more. <laughs> uh, did you guys... <laughs> Did you guys hear about this uh, George Lucas, what what he had planned to do with the Star Wars franchise? Uh, no. No? How we should all thank Disney for, for stepping in and just removing him from any chance of making more. Uh, um, was he going to make a Jar Jar movie? No, much, much worse. Uh, <laughs> although, he, although he has said that it's his favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Where do I start with this? His original name for the Force was, I think, uh, the Wills or something like that. It was, it was not good. The Night Sweats? Yeah, the Night, the night Sweats. sweats. Um, but that was his plan for the next three movies. Was It was going to be a... He was going to go microscopic. Okay. And he was going to explain that... Uh, basically, it was going to be all about metachlorians. And the reason why metachlorians are a thing is because the Force itself is actually just made up of microscopic... Microscopic organisms called the Wills, uh, who basically uh, are in charge of the Force and control people through it. So basically, we were going to get a scientific explanation for something that, in all honesty, right. should have been kept as a MacGuffin, kind of holy MacGuffin, mm-hmm. and and like by explaining it, kind of kill whatever. Oh yeah, magic. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, white people trying to ruin Star Wars, did you about these people on Twitter who they created a remake, The Last Jedi? What? Like, it's a Twitter account, literally, of a bunch of guys saying, we want to remake The Last Jedi so that it's not as bad as what... Which is stupid, because The Last Jedi... It's pretty good. Although it's different from what mm. we're used to in Star Wars, it's not a bad film. If you want to go remake something, go remake uh, Phantom Menace first and give Jar Jar a clear voice. Yeah. Like, like to yeah. me, that's the only thing. Jar Jar can be as stupid as you want him to be, but either give him subtitles or make him speak clear basic. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, and they were saying like you know, oh, we've got producers who are willing to put up enough money for us to be able to remake the Last Jedi and blah blah. We just need Disney and Bob Iger to like sign off on it legally, so that way we can make this without having it be shut down. And like, I don't, I don't believe that you have that much money, but gone. Yeah, no, no, that's the, every that's what everybody's saying. Everybody's saying like, uh, everybody's saying like, um, uh, like like I think it was Heather Ann Campbell, who's a who's who you, people mostly know from. Uh, uh, she was a writer for that uh, Comedy Central show Corporate, mm-hmm. and she's also like one of the people that does uh, Whose Lines It Anyway. Like I said, she's probably my second favorite female um, Whose Liner after uh, Josie Lawrence, the British woman. Uh, anyway, um, she goes on and she's like, uh, and like she's like, okay, for you to have enough money to do this, to be able to pay for special effects, for you to be able to to pay for this stuff, to get this, da da da. Uh, pay for actors, get actors out of their current contracts with Disney in order to refilm with you. It would cost. What did you say? Like that? I have no idea, but it would cost like four point six billion dollars. And then, and then she comes back. She's like, "Oh no, sorry, I just talked to a friend of mine. It'd be five point one billion dollars. Where the hell are you going to get five point one billion dollars? And you yourself are saying, "Oh, we have the money." It's like, no, you don't. No, there's no way in hell somebody forked over five point one billion dollars for this. And, just uh, to remake e- a movie. E- yeah, just to re- remake a movie that, no, honestly, it- doesn't need to be remade. Uh, it-, it didn't cost billions to make Star Wars, did it? No, no but but, but you're, you're talking about a third party company wanting to re- wanting to make 
a first party movie. Mm. Oh, because like, you have for, to for the licensing fees and stuff. The licensing fees you literally uh. have to pay. Um, you didn't really have to buy out actors' contracts, so that way they can redo their own role for the new one. You have to like do all of this stuff, like like legally, with all of the legal actions you would have to do in order to get everything going correctly. You would need you would be need to be in the billions of dollars mm. just to get this movie off the ground. And um, even Seth Rogen is like, yeah, no, you don't. And then other people are like posting uh, uh, what they feel the script is going to be like, where it's like all, uh, where it's like all. Uh, uh, this new guy comes in and he's got a lightsaber in a color that no one's ever seen before. And, and he's like, the best. Yeah, and he cuts Ray in half and now Trinity from The Matrix is his girlfriend now. <laughs> like, and they're totally in love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone else was like, oh, was like oh, uh, Luke Skywalker says, I'm on a secret mission from the Jedi Council and I need your help. We need to stop Snoke who's actually a clone of the Emperor. Also, Ray, I am your father. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like just like every bad trope that could possibly be in this thing. Well, those are all things that people thought might have might have been true. So yeah. not surprised. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Star Wars movies, I saw Solo. Uh-huh. That was actually pretty good. Uh, were you by yourself? Uh, yes. So you saw Solo, Solo. Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I actually liked it. You know, I think the only problem I have with with Solo and with um, or the only major problem I have with Solo and with uh. The Last Jedi? Uh-huh. It's just that it brings up the idea of fuel. Uh-huh. For some reason, that just bothers me. <laughs> yeah, because nobody ever, nobody ever really talked about it in, in, the, in the original trilogy. Even in the prequels, like nobody ever brought up gas. Yeah. I don't and know. It keeps, and it keeps happening. Like the, the whole thing of Solo just revolves around people trying to get the fuel. Everybody's just like, oh, man, fuel's so rare and expensive. Uh, we got uh, to steal that fuel, and then we'll get a bunch of money. And everyone's just like, oh, I really need fuel. It's like, uh, why, is this, why is it so desperate now all yeah. of a sudden? Yeah, no, like you watch, like, I mean, it's not like it was never brought up. Like, mm. you'd watch, like, Empire or the first Star Wars, and you can see, like, all the X-Wings and stuff of that have, like, the tubes that connect in to obviously give fuel to the ships. Yeah. It's, it, you can see that it exists, but it's, and it's no like, even in, But it's never a concern. Yeah, I think, I think the only thing to me that was ever close to a concern, I believe it was, yeah, I think it's Attack of the Clones when, when Obi-Wan's going to the planet where the clones are being made. At one point, instead of, like, because he knows, like, his ship doesn't technically have enough gas to get there. Yeah. He has, like, a solar sail that allows him to just basically drift off into space to go where he needs to get to. <coughs> and I was like, well, that's a neat thing. Like, the idea that, like, I'm not constantly, like, like going, like, Listen. light speed to get to where I need to go. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a surprisingly good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of its own thing. It's not like amazing, but I I, I liked it. Uh, one thing is that it just totally, it constantly beats uh, it beats you over the head with the fact that it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's like every every you know every thirty seconds it's like oh yeah Star Wars. By the way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say Cantina right now just to mm. see you remember. Oh yeah, I remember Cantina from Star Wars. Do back, do back, do back. <laughs> um, uh, Ugnot, Ugnot. Uh... It's like Taunt here's on. it's like here's here's Han Solo and he's putting the dice on his on his thing. Remember the dice? Remember how that was important? Carried a thing. Hey. And now he's saying this. That's I think that sounds similar to what he said in like the original Star Wars. Remember that movie? I was. Uh, there's a part where I'm like I'm like does does ch- let me ask you this question. Just um, I don't think it's a spoiler, which is something I kind of wanted to ask. Does Chewbacca rip Woody Harrelson's arms off? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Just because, like, I, I've seen pictures, I've seen like videos of them playing, playing the chess? That chess game. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to know when Han actually saw like, Chewbacca do that. He, I think he stops the game so it doesn't get it to that get point. That far. Yeah. But it's, um, but it's implied. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the best part of that of that movie is probably the certain droid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel yeah, like that's, yeah. that's the thing now. Every every spinoff, the yeah, best character is the droid. <laughs> Well, because, okay, here's the thing. You can't top R2. Nope. But here's the thing. These are, all, these are all side stories, so R2 isn't involved. You it's can true. match it. Yeah. <laughs> you can match it. Well, you can, you can, well, I don't think they're trying to even compete with him. He's like, it's like Nintendo versus uh, you know, Xbox and Sony. Yeah. He's a, both of these robots are very different from the kind of robot R2 is. Uh. I feel like R2 is always going to be the best of that kind of robot. Yeah. But these ones are competing with C-3PO and just kicking his ass. Well, <laughs> well, but, that's what, but that's what I mean, though. But at the same time, there is no other droid in those films that's trying to be R2. Yeah. They're bringing their own thing. Although, although that evil, B, own thing. although that evil BB-8 from Last Jedi. 
I'm sad. That, I'm sad that whole scene got cut. They were, yeah. they were supposed to fight. I love that somebody said. I can't believe they, they named him like he's like R D five four or something like that. It's like when they could have named him BB Hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I love you. I hate. Um. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of curious what, what's going to happen with Star Wars now because mm-hmm. uh, there it was it was recently stated like. D- just around when Masolo came out, mm. that there there may be up to nine Star Wars movies in various stages of development, <laughs> and then Star then Solo came out didn't do well, and then now they're like there were some reports that there's there's now no plans, yeah. <laughs> like they they could they yeah. cut well, everything, and then then there was a story that no there are plans it's just there's less of them and they're changed now. <laughs> yeah. So you got to kind of meet in the middle. Like yeah. we don't have nine movies now. But four, it's not it's, four and a half. But it's not nothing. <laughs> that, that, that half is gonna be four, weird. No, four movies and a TV show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going back to that thing four, about four movies and a baby. <laughs> going back to that thing about fuel. Uh-huh. Yeah. It reminds me. I was watching this video about um, plot points that were never brought up again mm-hmm. on TV, and one of them was talking about Star Trek: The Next Generation. There's an episode where they talk about how they can't go beyond warp five. Like, okay. Like starships can. But apparently, going beyond warp five rips a hole in the space-time continuum. Oh, es- it- essentially, it was their way of saying, "Be careful with your gas consumption because you're destroying the ozone layer." Oh, okay. And uh, it was mentioned a few times later where they went like, "Okay, well, you kind of need. Um, we're giving you permission to go as fast as warp eight. But yeah, like they they never bring it up again. It's like these ships can go as fast as they want now. <laughs> again, Darn. Darn. It, was, it was just like that thing. They're just like, oh, uh, if we go beyond warp five, uh, all of time and space could be destroyed. And then after that, it's like whatever, go warp nine. We don't, do it all the time. Just do the, yeah, maybe it is doing that. They just don't care. Yeah. No, well, that that's basically that that's basically a perfect metaphor for how we are. <laughs> yeah. You're destroying the ozone layer. Yeah, no, I don't care. Where. <laughs> all right, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. It's not, it's, it's not my problem. It's gonna be my kid's problem. <laughs> All right. to be you. Yeah. All right, let me just tear through these these E three things real quick. Uh, what what else we got? Uh, Skyrim is on is on everything now. It's it's on your phone. It's on your Alexa. Uh, uh, it's not actually Skyrim on your phone. It's but it's other scrolls anyway. Um, by the way, you can you can play that that whole Alexa game on your fo- on your actual phone. There's an Android app you can get that puts Alexa on there. Nice. So if you want to try it out, it's actually I hear it's actually surprisingly uh, surprisingly involved and long. You can um, you can actually go through uh, multiple things, and it actually saves whenever you turn it off. Oh, good. Uh, let's see. Crash Bandicoot, uh, the trilogy, is getting another DLC. This one's called Future Tense, and it's a uh, sci-fi future um, like level area. Crash Bandicoot. That's uh, yeah. That's how I always say it. Uh, forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, um, forever. That it uh, it's it's once again uh, based on something that was cut. Mm-hmm. And they just keep finding these things that were cut, and they're just like, let's just make a whole a whole level out of it. Well, that's how that's how it is for a lot of things, especially very popular things. Like, what is it? We're like they're releasing another Prince album. I think uh, they're going to release another CD of Mitch Hedberg comedy that like that like they found, and like they're just going to release it because it's like this is stuff that nobody's heard before, and people good. are pro- people are probably going to want it still. So, um, Dead or Alive Six um, got announced, mm. and uh, they turned they turned down the sexy. Because uh, basically, uh, when they would go to, to uh, tournaments, they would ask players that don't play uh, DOA, like, why don't you play our game? You play other fighting games. And pretty consistently, it was like, because your game's real gross. <laughs> it makes us feel gross playing your game. Yeah, keep, keep the sexy in the volleyball games. And exactly. Then just, and then just, just, just like, you know, set up the... Because Dead or Alive wasn't always that way. Dead or Alive was actually the, the first thing that they were really known for was the idea of... Being dead or alive. No, 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 because here's the thing. In DOA... They're, Dead or alive. Uh, the, thing with, the thing with DOA was that they, ha- they always had the, um, you know, ring outs. Because yeah. that, was, that was a new thing that was being started, especially with 3D fighting games. Virtual Fighter had it. Like, Tekken kind of had it in, in certain ways and stuff like that. And so, same with Soul Calibur. Um, Dead or Alive actually came up with an idea where it was like, how about instead of automatically losing in a ring out... How about we just electrify the ring out area and blast your opponent back into the thing? 
And that was something that they came up with. And then it was something that kind of went away at the wayside. Like once DOA 2 or DOA 3 came in, and then the sexy kind of got dialed up to it. And the, with that one commercial where the kid laughs when he hears the words pixel-shaded bump mapping. Um, <laughs> she kicks high. Like, yeah, like your, your, your game is gross. Like, Yeah, so they were just like, we're you know, we're, we're going to try to make an actual game. Also, I think... Uh, the main guy from Ninja Theory isn't a part of it right now, or something. Mm-hmm. So, and he was kind of the spearhead of that. And I mean, it's like when you're when you're when your least sexiest woman is only that way because of the fact that she's in Spartan armor. <laughs> like you, you, it, it's kind of says something to you. Like you, you I'm should, sure she has sexy bikini yeah, no, she's DLC. Probably, she's probably hot. Probably had a hun- that she probably had a hundred DLC, uh, DLC costumes that were all bikinis. Uh, <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, though, the bikini was just over the Spartan armor. <laughs> Um, That's what makes it sexy. Uh, Starlink uh, got announced or got shown off, and they they have a Star Fox. Uh, they have like an R wing. Have you seen this? Uh-huh. No. It's, it's a it's a space shooter, similar kind of similar to Star Fox. Uh, I think you actually need to buy toys, and then those toys are, you gotta buy are like the ships. Well, you buy the ship, and then yeah, and it comes with like a little f- figure two or something. Uh, okay. I think uh, because I actually saw a there's actually like an R wing toy you can get for it. Hmm. It's only for the Switch version, hmm. and. Um, but yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It actually looks like the Star Fox game we've been wanting, even though it's not. But it has Star Fox in it, so you can play it like it is. Oh, okay. So, okay. When you first said it, I was kind of hoping that it was like a game. Because like, there's so many games of Legend of Zelda where it's supposed to be like, oh, well, we wanted this to kind of be in the future. And we were going to throw <laughs> so in the idea. you Link of, from, yeah. from Legend of yeah, Zelda was that piloting was gonna, in Arwing? Yeah, that, that it was Starlink. Like, you know, like like Link <laughs> finds himself in the future. And, I want this now. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, especially like, you, like you, yeah, you even go back to the old school Star Fox things where it's like, you know, the they talk and it's just like Link going, hot, wet, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> yeah, but basically the uh, Star Fox is in it for the Switch version and it's like the best part of that. So like everyone's like, why, why would I play any other version of this game now? Yeah. So I'm buying Star Fox, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Telltale's making a Stranger Things game now. Mm. So that got announced. That, that's all I got. That's all I have. It just got announced. Uh, I think it's not supposed to be like the main characters. It's just gonna be in that universe. Mm-hmm. It's about Barbara. Yeah. Oh God. Are they coming to get no. her? No. No. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen Barbara for what? Uh, Stranger Things. Oh. Stranger Things. Oh, Barb. Yeah, Barb. <laughs> I was. I was immediately at she's, like she's dead. <laughs> like like right, no. Right when you said that, the first thing that popped in my head was uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, I know. And then also Shaun of the Dead because that was a reference, reference that nobody got. Like I think they even They're told George Romero you, about it, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't understand that part." Yeah, they're coming to get you, Bob. Yeah, we're coming to get you, Barbara. Every every list and stuff that I see about that always says that nobody ever got it. Yeah, but it's like, but I've seen a billion videos where they mention it, <laughs> so somebody got it eventually. Well, I, I feel like it's one of those things. Where it's like when you know the, the whole thing about Batman Arkham Asylum, where you saw the the thing where they found Arkham City. Yeah. Um, like there was tons of videos about that, but that wasn't it wasn't until Rocksteady like announced, oh yeah, we put this in here. You got to do this because it's been two years, nobody freaking found it, and we want to be able to find. And yeah, people find stuff way later than that, man. There was like a fifteen-year-old one that just got. I think Resident Evil Four is a fifteen-year-old Easter egg that showed up. Or was it in in Final Fantasy Nine? There was a side mission that was like twenty years old that nobody ever found. And then even then, when once they found out about it, you get a, like a shitty ass prize. It's like yeah, it's not worth no it. There's no point to do it. That's why nobody found it. Yeah. Uh, Sony's conference was super weird, and I forgot everything that happened in it besides the weird stuff. The it was just guy? like a, it was yeah, it was a dude playing a flute and wearing like Japanese stuff, and it seemed kind of racist because he's like a white guy, and I, I don't know. Well, because here's the thing: he's one of the few people that's no, actually uh, considered a master at that instrument. I guess I don't care. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> there was a guy I mean, playing a banjo also. Well, that was that was for The Last of Us. So that kind of felt like that kind of felt like a fitting. But also, it, also the, the the first thing that happened happened in, in its own unique room, so that it could look like the game yeah. for the people that were there. And then we had to wait like 30 minutes while everybody shuffled out and shuffled into a second room for the rest of it. Yeah, we kept making jokes about that, right? We were just like, "Are they just gonna do this for every game?" <laughs> just gonna like, all right, now we're gonna take a little bit of a pause while everybody. Moves. It was over to the other thing. We just got here. Just finished the conference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had good seats for this. So now I'm, now I'm like in the back. Screw you. Um, there was a game called Control that got announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is interesting. I don't know how to explain it without showing you this entire page that I favorited. But uh, it's a this, this page says that it's a ritual-obsessed um, supernatural action game. Hmm. And the whole point of the game is you're this lady, uh, 
who basically uh, ends up becoming the leader of a weird organization mm-hmm. because of weird magic ritual stuff. They just like, all right, mm-hmm. uh, our old leader died, and it's and this ritual says you're the next leader. <laughs> Come check out all our all our weird shit. <laughs> Do it. And uh, it looks super weird and interesting because of that. Um, it takes place in a reality-bending version of New York. And uh, you're fighting mysterious invaders called the Hiss. And you're, and you're now the leader of a secret, uh, government, or secret government agency called the Federal uh, uh, Bureau of Control. Bureau? Yes, thank you. The FBC, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, like the federal ant Baru of control. Ant Baru, exactly. Oh, uh, and it, it just seems really interesting. Uh, Jesse is, is the main character, whose name is Jesse, is constantly uh, repeating incantations and mantras to herself. And you go inside of like their main building. It's called the oldest house, and there's like uh, people floating in, in there, the and it's the looks weird. Uh, but yeah, her gun is like a Rubik's cube. It like splits open to a bunch of squares, and I don't know what's going on in that game. Neither do I. It looks like a game that I want to, uh, that I'll probably end up watching instead of playing because I don't. Uh, I don't understand I, it. I couldn't super tell if it was fun to play, but I was very interested in what was going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Smash Brothers. <laughs> Let's talk Smash Brothers. I've hey. watched I've watched a hundred React videos to this game until to the point where it went from English to Spanish to German, and they all said Snake. Uh, yeah, they all said Snake. They all said Oh my God in their individual languages. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I just always love. How they toned down that, uh, Snake's ass. I heard. Yeah, yes, they, they yes. Nerfed, uh, they nerfed his ass. They nerfed his ass. <laughs> his ass and uh, Samus's. Uh, boobs because she's not based on other M now. That thank God. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, everyone was happy about about Samus's change. Uh, everyone was, was unhappy that. about Snake's ass. They want his ass back. Because <laughs> well, to me, the thing is, is like I never, I never saw Samus as like a busty sexualized character. Yeah, like even when, like, she, had, even when she has like that, like the bikini and like the yeah, the and it, stuff, to, me, to me, I'm like. You're gonna get sweaty in a big metal suit, like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then and then even when when the zero suit was kind of announced for it, I was like, okay, that makes sense because also I wouldn't want to wear like a bikini in what is essentially metal clanking on metal. Like even if you wore a suit of armor, you wear like some wool something underneath to yeah, so you're not getting pinched. Uh, um, and yeah, and yeah, and it was just like it's just I just never saw the idea of Samus, um, like. I understood the idea of Samus being attractive. I understood the Samus, the idea of Samus being a, you know, a beautiful woman. Yeah. But I never saw her as a sex symbol kind of thing. Like, like, no. the, like the same she, way you. She's not Tomb Raider. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 even though you like Tomb Raider, like, it, it, and you know she's a badass woman, it's the same. It's like I don't know. It just felt weird, like having. Like even then, Lara's boobs were an, were an accident they decided to keep in. Yeah, like when of, I was just messing with there's it. There's a lot like, of weird stuff about that that character. Yeah, <laughs> you ever heard how the, how the creator at one point said that she was uh, that he was basing her on his daughter, and then he like after like super sexualized her, he felt like he kind of like walked it back. Oh no, no, no it's not based on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, not no more. This, this, is, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, too weird I, for me. I take it back. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like that. That's the like that was that was a good thing because I mean, like, it, her having a smaller chest doesn't detract from who her she skills. is as a person, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, her skills are still badass. Uh, who she is is still a badass, and like you know, her her but, her, her calves and stuff are huge now. Well, also, snakes, well, because you're you're running around in what is essentially like what two hundred pounds of armor. Yeah, but you damn snake, well better though. have some calves. <laughs> but snake, on the other hand, yeah, nerfing his ass. Yeah, that, that's that, that's a crime against humanity. <laughs> um, so yeah, Smash Brothers. Um, I watched this this uh, reveal trailer so much that I'm I'm actually really amazed at how well it was made. Uh-huh. It it was made. It felt like it, it felt like this whole game and this trailer specifically were made with the people that were gonna watch it in mind. Mm-hmm. To like to where they like predicted people's reactions, kind of. They expected it. It's it's hard to explain, but it's like. Um, like all the expectations that people had, all the fears were were immediately either confirmed or 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 you know destroyed by the trailer, because like uh, the one thing like uh, people were afraid that it was just gonna be Smash Four again, yeah, with like you know maybe a couple of new things like a couple of new characters, 
So like the first thing you see is like Smash Four. Like they just show Smash Four footage, and it's like, what is Smash Brothers? Um, it's a game where you knock off other, you know, other characters. And it's just like the end. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? And it's just, just kidding. And then it yeah. goes into detail. And then the next time they show footage, it's the actual new game, and you can see that the, the uh, graphical difference to the point where you're like, okay, this this is a new game, right? Mm-hmm. And then it uh, it starts with Mario, um, and you can kind of see because his his cape now, it like it's like. He's a good example. He's, he's like the obvious choice to, to be the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. But you get to see the little differences to the point where, okay, this is definitely a new game. And you see the stage it looks new. And it's just going into, like, into every character. And it's like, it's like uh, everyone's just like, where's Link? I want to see Link. Because everyone knows that Link's going to be a Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. So they throw in a couple of small you know, characters before that. And like, if you watch the trailer like a billion times, like <laughs> there's little things where it's like, oh, that's that's new, that's new, that's new. But you don't... It's one of those things you don't see it till after you you, you watch, watch the whole thing and you go back and look at it. Oh, okay. Now I'm seeing there's like all, there's all these little clues. Mm-hmm. Like there's a directional air dodging now, and um, I noticed that the the, the uh, pro players they actually noticed early that there you, you could see it in a couple of the the wide screenshots of like big fights happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't announce it till way later in the trailer. But like the people that are really into it, like, they're like they they see it. They're like, like what the fuck was that? <laughs> and was- then. And then it goes to like whatever, whatever, and then it goes it goes Link. So everyone's excited, but then you get to see like the new bomb and the new arrows, and then it's just like okay, whatever, 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 and then it's like some big thing, and then whatever, whatever, he, huge announcement, but whatever, whatever, it just keeps doing that, uh-huh. and um, and then it, you know like it shows off um, ice cameras first, and like okay, everybody expected that, and then it gets to Snake, which is uh, nobody oh, expected it. Uh, it shows Cloud, which is another thing that people were afraid of because they weren't sure the DLC characters were coming back. Mm. Then it shows Snake, and it's just like everyone flips out. And then it says everyone is here, and everyone's like, "Wait, does that mean every character that's ever been announced in Smash Bros?" And the next thing they show is Pichu. Yeah. <laughs> so that everyone goes, "Oh, Pichu's in it." Okay, every character's in it because there's no way they put Pichu in before anyone else. Yeah, because. Uh that, yeah, two things. When I saw a picture, uh, well, my brother always wanted. He was like, oh, "I want to see an image of." And then later on, I found out that uh, Griffin McElroy posted it mm-hmm. of uh, Gary Oldman in the movie The Professional. He goes, "Get me everyone." Oh yeah, so what everyone. Do you mean, everyone. And then also somebody else posted the only way Pichu was going to get hype was if they put him at that point. Exactly. <laughs> no exactly. other point. This whole yeah. thing is designed like that. It's amazing. All right, so I think we gotta wrap right. it up. Okay, so you going to com- can I go to comics? Uh, let's go quick. Okay, uh, you know I'm just gonna go right through it then. Uh, uh, Thor has a new a new hammer called the Hulk Smiter. <laughs> um, old man Phoenix Wolverine is a thing. He's at the end of the universe. Okay. Good for him. Uh, Mister Miracle uh, Scott Free is Me. now put is now put into the position where he's the leader. And he has to, uh, in order to uh, broker a peace, he has to give up his son the same way he was given up. And that's become like the ultimate choice of the comic now. Mm. Um, Sinestro and Lobo are now uh, Green Lanterns in the Injustice comic. Lobo's a Green Lantern? Yeah. Good for him. Oh, yeah. My brother told me about that. Um, Lobo made, like took out Atrocitus with a giant penis. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him, yeah. And you see you see Kyle Rayner and Guy Gardner just like busting. Did he just take him out with a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hawkman's new new status quo is that he's been reincarnated across time and space. So now there's uh, other Hawkman reincarnation. All all previous Hawkmen are now canon, uh-huh. and also there are other Hawkmen that we haven't seen yet, including one on Krypton back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, there's also a Blackbolt inspired one and a Phoenix Force inspired one, which is interesting. They're just kind of in the background. I, th- I thought they'll show up again, but it's just a neat little nod to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, there is now an actual opposite to the Speed Force called the Still Force. Hmm. And it is, it is the actual exact opposite. It's not the uh, the, the reverse Speed Force, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, there's a new uh, event happening called Infinity Warps mm-hmm. that comes from, I guess, the Infinity thing is happening. And uh, the, the Reality Gym is creating new um, combinations of characters. Kind of like the... the um, the uh, the old comics where they did with, did, did that with Marvel and DC, but yeah. it's just Marvel characters. So so far they've announced um, the Iron Hammer, which is uh, Iron oh, Man uh, and Thor, and Thor, and there's Soldier Supreme, which is uh, Captain America and Doctor Strange. Mm. Nice. So th- so those are things. I would call them the Strange Shul- the Strange Soldier. Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> also, they've they've now um, 
made a change to Red Hood, mm-hmm. where uh, it turns out his dad was actually a uh, a uh, henchman uh, who worked for like a bunch of uh, villains like uh, like Riddler, um, Mister Freeze, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, he got incarcerated, um, and uh, basically that's the reason why he wasn't around for for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he left or, or or anything like that. He was just in jail. Yeah, and he couldn't get back to them. And then he was basically experimented on in jail, or it's implied that he was. Mm. And he was one of these people that uh, ultimately got killed by Artemis, who was on Red Hood's team. So that's going to be a big problem. It, wow. If it didn't, it was left slightly ambiguous. So he could be still alive, but it's implied that yeah, she killed him when he was like, because uh, basically one of the monstrosities was like, I have kids, don't, you know, and she just killed him. Mm. Uh, so that's going to be a thing now. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it. All right. So always know you record here at Undercity Comics. Marvel, DC, independent. You've got money. Come and spend it here at Undercity Comics. You can always hit us up on Twitter at Procrast Podcast. You can also email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Um, for this week, this is Isaiah. This is Dan. And this is Ed. Saying we'll probably be back in two weeks because I'm applying for a job with the Kings. Yeah!